We're very pleased and privileged to be joined by Super Bowl 41 champion, former NFL head coach and current ESPN analyst Jeff Saturday. Jeff, thanks for a few minutes. Oh, glad to be here. Excited about the upcoming game. I know you got to be fired up as well. Oh, it is going to be outstanding. My stomach is already in knots thinking about it, but we're going to try and power through nonetheless. The big story of the first day here in Las Vegas is the situation with the 49ers practice fields. Uh, it's yeah. a very soggy situation, apparently. It's very similar to the turf at MetLife, which we know most people have issues with. I just want to ask you, first of all, you played with Peyton Manning. What would Peyton Manning have done if his practice fields the week before the Super Bowl were not up to his standard? <laughs> well, I can assure we'd have found a we'd have found buses and found the nearest uh, the nearest good field we could find and been on it. I, I can assure you there would be no no time lost for Manning uh, to make sure that we had gotten on the field and gotten done what we needed to get done. So uh, he, he is not a guy to be denied. I can I can assure you from a guy who. Man, shoot! I, I'm a Tar Heel, and I had to go to Duke to train with him. So he, he gonna find he gonna find a way, bro. He gonna find a way to make it happen. And, and uh, th- th- I will say this though, as far as I feel like, obviously you want it to get fixed. You got to find somewhere. But the, but the good part for these guys is, you know, most of the heavy heavy lifting was done last week, right? Of your install. This is much more of a polished week where you're gonna put stuff together, and it's more about timing. So as long as they find a field, but you know tomorrow that's going to be, uh, I mean today and tomorrow as they begin kind of their, you know, getting in, kind of getting back their legs and all that kind of stuff, they'll they'll be just fine. And, and they, you know, hopefully they use this as a us versus the world type uh, uh, type insult and they make it happen. I believe they're going to move their Thursday practice to the Raiders training facility, which I guess is their most rigorous practice of the week. So hopefully. It uh, is not a big issue for them. But I agree. I think you can use this as a rallying cry. Why the hell not, right? Absolutely. Listen, I mean, you're like, hey, they put us over here. Look where they put the, the, the Chiefs. And obviously the, the league loves them. And, you know, they've been, they've been here. Everybody hates us. But, hey, use whatever you can. You need Any chip that needs to be placed on a shoulder, find a way to place it, bro, because there, no, there ain't no tomorrow, right? So, like, let's get it done. And so uh, Monday we ain't worried about all the rest of it except celebrate. I'm glad you mentioned the chip on the shoulder. I was on the field for opening night. I caught up with Steve Wilkes, the defensive coordinator, and I asked him, like, we're looking at clips in the NFC Championship game where it doesn't look like the pursuit from some of these players, the effort, is really there. Isn't that kind of a, a red flag when you're playing for the Super Bowl? And he didn't seem like it was a big deal. It seems like kind of a big deal to me, Jeff. It is definitely a big deal. And then listen, but from his perspective, um, you know, you're, you're, you're trying to keep everything in-house. So whatever is being said, I know uh, John Lynch made mention of it, I think, in one of his press conferences. I don't remember which one, yep. but – um, I, I know he made mention of it, but but it'll be discussed, and it, and it won't just be discussed by coaches. It'll be discussed by other players, and and I, that's the best way, um, you know, for a team. I, I, you know, coaches cast vision, right, and organizations cast vision, but players create culture, and and uh, you know, so the players that are in that locker room are going to have to hold each other accountable, get 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 after guys. Um, and be real about it, because again, you got one more, right? You found a way to win and, and, and get the get the win against Detroit, um, but they were coming at you. And, 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 and listen, had they not changed their game plan and went to seven runs versus twenty runs, it may have looked different. So, um, you know, if, if, if you're that defense, you better look hard in the mirror and go, "Hey, we, we're gonna we're gonna have to stop Pacheco, 
Uh, we're going to stop big plays, and, and we need to put this thing because as a defense, they definitely have not been what we expected uh, come playoff time. Yeah, they haven't been the defense that we saw against Dallas and the defense that we saw against Philadelphia. And that's the frustrating thing from, from I think, a lot of fans' perspectives is because we know it's in there. Like, we've seen it on the field, and it just it's frustrating that they can't seem to match that level of intensity all the time. Well, and I think part of it is, is you know, game, game plan specific, right? I mean, you know, Green Bay, they kind of find their – they found their form as the season kind of progressed. And, and they, they got a, a huge amount of confidence playing the Cowboys and, and knocking the Cowboys out. So they come in with that same mentality, right? And so it's going to be Aaron Jones, and we're going to, you know, get up underneath center, and we're going to run, and we're going to do this. And in Detroit, there was no mistaking. And they got – listen, Detroit's got one of the best offensive lines. They've got the best offensive line in the league. So uh, there's, no, there's no shame in giving up runs. But like you said, at some point you got to pull your neck you know, you got to produce on the edge. If it's a, if it's a pass down, you got to go win if you're on the edge. Um, and so whether that's Armstead, Bosa, Young, you name it, right? Somebody, somebody has got to find a way to win. And, and there is no looking around because you guys, you know, it's, 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 it's show up time. And so I think from players perspective, they understand that fans understand it. Um, but, but they're going to have, they got to have to do it. Like Pacheco's coming at them. The Chiefs line is good. Um, and and it, if they can run it on you, that they can they Mahomes can make you hurt, and they can find ways to pick you apart. So you got to try to make them one dimensional, and that I think that's what uh, Wilkes and that crew will try to do. And one more question on the defense before we go to the other side of the ball. If I told you the 49ers could shut down Pacheco or shut down Travis Kelsey, which one of those guys would you choose? Kelsey, Kelsey. I, I listen. I said this on Get Up this morning, and I, I mean this. If I am Wilkes, I am, I am, I am Pacheco. I'm going to force Andy Reid to be patient an entire game, and just allow Pacheco. And I'm not going to play heavy boxes, right? Like I'm going to, because if you can limit the big shots from Mahomes, and you can limit Kelsey, and and the explode, because he Kelsey is really the catalyst, right? Like he gets everybody else going. He gets everybody else in the mix. If you limit him or get him frustrated, people feel frustration as well, right? So that's contagious as well. So if you if you're Wilkes in that defense, man, you're like, all right, well, you know, they'll have to do it in three yards in a cloud of dust, and maybe they can. Uh, but you know, Mahomes has showed you that he can eat you up. Even San Fran, like he's eating them up too. So you know, everybody, Mahomes can figure it out. Let's not let's not let him figure it out. Let's make. Andy Reid and Pacheco and that offense be the calling card. And if you lose that way, man, hey, tip your cap. They're better than us on this night, and and congratulations. But it ain't going to be from from Kelsey and Mahomes, who, you know, are the most productive playoff duo in history. Like, don't let that one be the one that beats me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's fair. I could could see your point there. Uh, Let's go to the offensive side of the ball for the 49ers. One of the most amazing things to me is the way that the Chiefs completely – took the Ravens out of their running game. They said they wanted to get up early because they thought the Ravens would go away from the run, and they absolutely did. Do you think the 49ers will go away from the run if the Chiefs have to get on top early? No, no, I, because I think I think Shanahan understands that's not the way um, to get back in a game. Like, there's just you, – you, you're playing into Kansas City strengths uh, if you do that. They're fast on the back end. They're productive on the back end. Uh, they can rush you and rush lanes in the front four. 
uh, they can they can they can do some really good things. And so I think you have to stay balanced. If if I am Shanahan, I'm going in with the idea um, that we're gonna we're gonna get into big personnel, right? We're gonna go two tight ends, two backs, or two tight ends, one back, and we're gonna be physical. And and if you look at the Chiefs. They have not – I think they're 28th in the league when they face teams that run personnel uh, in between the tackles that way. So, no, it's not a – you can't get rich quick scheme. you got to earn it against the Chiefs. you got to earn it against Spagnola and that defense, and, and it may be a grinded out. Uh, but trust that's the way back into the game. Don't abandon what you do so well. Do you expect a heavy dose of Debo Samuel on the ground? Because I think Kyle's going to use that you know, end around and things like that with Debo as a runner, maybe more so than a receiver. Yeah, I, I do, but I'll be honest with you. I think it's going to be a ton of uh, McCaffrey. McCaffrey's done a really good job of breaking tackles as well and, and running physically, right? I mean, and, and, you know, getting behind and I get, you know, he looked like he had, uh, you know, he landed on his head or, or kind of that neck uh, a couple weeks ago. And, you know, that's always scary, but dude, he plays physical and and I think Debo getting him in that same kind of thing where he can play physical, but I'm not I'm not as interested in running sideline to sideline because Kansas City's fast. But you run downhill at him, even with Samuel or CMC. I think to me that's the most productive run when you're running at them as opposed to trying to run away from them. I think you're much more successful. I completely agree, and I agree that McCaffrey doesn't get as much credit maybe for being as physical a runner as he is, especially at his size. All right, I can't do an interview with you, Jeff, about without talking about Brock Purdy. Um, and I'll just simply put it this way. Two minutes to go. Niners need four points. Do you have confidence that Brock Purdy can take him down the field and get a touchdown? Absolutely. I mean, listen, I, I think if anything has answered any questions, you know, because all I ever heard was, well, he felt, you know, Pur- Purdy's in the perfect, you know, perfect situation, right? He's in a Shanahan offense. Everybody's good in the Shanahan offense. It's, and I, and I, 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 you know, I'm old enough to remember, man, well, Mahomes fell into a playoff team in <laughs> Kansas City with Andy Reid, who was 11 and 13 in the playoffs before he got there. Now they've won a couple Super Bowls and about to try to win their third. And I, I go, well, uh, Shanahan was over. You know, when, when, when losing in the fourth quarter by so many and with, with the deficit they had, and Brock Purdy's led them back twice, right? Like in Green Bay, they come back in the final drive and find a way to win. They're down huge against Detroit. He finds a way to win uh, and bring them back. And so, yeah, I have all the confidence in the world, man. Purdy, Purdy, listen, if there's two things about him, man, the kid's efficient and he's fearless. And the, those are two things you got to be to win big games, and especially to upset a guy like Patrick Mahomes. I, yeah, I definitely think he can do it. Last question for you, and this is going to sound weird, and maybe it's my homerism taking over, but the Chiefs have been here before a lot, and it's different when you're trying to win, you know, your third Super Bowl if you're Patrick Mahomes versus this 49ers group that have gotten close but have never captured that first championship. Is there something to be said about the hunger that exists when you're trying to get your first championship? Oh, I definitely think it's, you know, you, you, you're, the experience is so much more magnified when you're trying to get your first one. And so, no, I, I definitely agree with that. I will say, though, the, the Mahomes-Reed experience, there's just so much confidence that gets, you know, that exudes from there. That's the only, it's, it's kind of like when, as the Colts when we played the Patriots. You had to beat them, bro. They weren't going to beat themselves. And I think that's the part that that 
that relationship between Mahomes and Reed. They they don't ever seem to be flustered, right? Like they're they're going to fight the fight. They're not going to beat themselves. That's how we felt playing the Patriots, and and ultimately we did, right? You you had to go, but but you had to beat them. They weren't going to give the game away, and I think that's the way the 49ers had to go in. They're hungry, but man, do, you know, don't beat yourself, right? To understand, you're going to have to go play that complete game um, and, and and give yourself a shot in the end of the fourth quarter, and that's that's the way you're going to upset them. To beat the Patriots, you had to beat the greatest coach of all time and the greatest quarterback of all time at the same time. And to beat these Chiefs, you've got to beat the greatest quarterback today and yep. the greatest offensive mind of his generation and Andy Reid at the same time. It is going to be a very, very tough task for the 49ers. Jeff Saturday, thank you so much for the time. We really appreciate it. Appreciate it. Have a great one.